Hey everyone, welcome to the Mindful Dancer podcast. I'm your host, Emma, from 100% U Athletics, and I'm so excited that you've joined me today. The Mindful Dancer podcast is for dancers who are interested in the power of mindfulness. In each episode, I will share a different concept that will hopefully challenge your current views and help you understand the importance of mindful training and mindful living. Welcome back to the Mindful Dancer podcast. In today's episode, we're going to talk all about formal and informal mindfulness practices. Before we get into the bulk of the episode, I just wanted to talk a little bit about uh, mindful sport performance enhancement. Um, this is a program that I was fortunate enough to become um, certified in just earlier in the year. Mindful Sport Performance Enhancement, or MSPE, is one of the leading mindfulness-based training programs in the world. This program is perfect for athletes and coaches who are looking for an intensive but super effective performance enhancement program. It was so exciting for me to be a part of this um, training program. I honestly just felt at home. I was surrounded by all of these professionals from all over the world who were working with their athletes and helping them learn about the importance of mindfulness and how mindfulness can really enhance your performance and make you a better athlete and a better person. I am super excited to add this MSPE program to the list of programs that I offer through 100% U Athletics. And if you are interested in it or would like to learn a little bit more, then you can head over to my website and check it out. So it was during this training that I was introduced to the language of formal and informal mindfulness practices. So for formal mindfulness practices, those are practices that you have to set aside time or space in your life to practice those mindfulness exercises. So some examples of formal mindfulness practice would be um, a guided meditation or a guided imagery. Um, So if you refer back to the second episode of the Mindful Dancer podcast, there is a body scan at the end of that episode. Uh, So that's a great example of a formal mindfulness exercise. Some other formal mindfulness practices might include a sitting meditation where you set some time aside to really just focus on your breath and go inward. This kind of exercise could last as long or as short as you want. You could do a two-minute sitting meditation where you just focus on your breath or you focus on some belly breathing, or you could do a 20-minute sitting meditation where you um, take some more time to really focus on what's going on inside. Another really popular formal mindfulness exercise is yoga. I am all about yoga. I love it. It's honestly super challenging, but always makes me feel really good when I am finished. So informal mindfulness exercises are exercises that you can do or mindfulness that you can practice when you're doing other things. So you don't necessarily have to set time aside to do that practice. So some informal mindfulness exercises, actually one of my favorites, um, is practicing gratitude or being kind towards yourself or others. 
Practicing gratitude is so, so, so important, and I encourage all of my dancers to practice gratitude, especially during this, you know, super difficult time during quarantine where, um, you know, a lot of the things that we love to do are kind of being taken away from us in a certain degree, Um, but we can also recognize that, you know, through Zoom, we still have the opportunity to dance, and that is something to be grateful for, Um, and practicing gratitude just makes you feel good, and you know what? It can actually genuinely change the chemistry of your brain and your mind if you practice gratitude. So that's something that you can do on a daily basis. Yes, that can be a formal mindfulness practice because you might choose to sit down at the end of the day and write down five things you are grateful for. And that is great and wonderful. And I do that. Um because I think it's a nice way to end my day, but I can also practice gratitude throughout my day or I can just practice being kind to myself or others. An example of practicing being kind to yourself is if you notice that your thoughts are wandering to a place of um, comparison or doubt. I challenge you to change the dialogue. So when those feelings of defeat come up, you might be like, okay, if my friend or my teammate was telling me that they weren't feeling like they were good enough, I'd want to be their biggest cheerleader and tell them that they were amazing. And so I want you to do the same for you. When you feel like you are feeling down, be your own biggest cheerleader and be kind to yourself. And that's going to be so helpful. Some other ways that we can practice mindfulness informally is um, going for a mindful walk. This one I also love. Um, We're walking a lot now because of of quarantine. And I think we can go for a walk or we can go for a mindful walk. And we go for a mindful walk. It's just about being aware of your surroundings. So, you know, you can play the 5-4-3-2-1 game. So you can look around and what do I see? What do I feel? What do I hear? And you honestly, you might do the same walk every day, but I promise that walk's going to be a little bit different from the day before. Um, And if you plan to go for walks all the time, or if that's a part of your everyday routine, you can make it mindful. um, And then you're practicing mindfulness while you're already doing something that you love to do. Another really fun informal mindfulness exercise is mindful eating. This was another one that I really love, and I've done this with a bunch of my dancers now. Again, it's kind of that five, four, three, two, one. Go through all of your senses while you're eating something, and you'll have a totally different experience than you normally do, especially when it comes to eating, because we often eat, you know, in front of the TV. We kind of eat mindlessly. Try eating mindfully, and I think you're going to have a pretty cool experience. Next, I want to talk about why I think practicing specifically informal mindfulness practices would be so beneficial for dancers. So I think with, you know, the schedules that dancers have, especially the dancers that I work with, you guys are really busy, right? You you have school and you all want to do great in school, which is amazing. And then you also have dance on top of that and you're training a ton of hours in the studio. You also have a lot of responsibilities when it comes to school and dance and you have homework to complete and practicing your routines and stretching and strengthening. On top of all of that, you also, you know, want to have friendships and hang out with your friends outside of school and dance and spend time with your family and of course have, you know, some alone time as well. So I think, you know, a lot of the time when I'm 
working with my athletes, I, I get worried that I don't want to put more on their plate because I think the more full our plates become, or, you know, the longer the list of things to do, you kind of have to cut it somewhere. And I just think there's so much importance and value in practicing mindfulness that if we can practice it while we're already doing, you know, our daily life things, then why not take advantage of it? Now, don't get me wrong. I definitely believe that you need to have a good balance between formal and informal practices to really see all the benefits that uh, mindfulness can have. But if you're new to mindfulness and you're a little bit interested in it, then I definitely think that you should try some informal practices. I think that you'll be really surprised with the experiences that you'll have. And again, it's not really an added thing to your list. Just the next time that you you eat dinner, eat dinner a little bit more mindfully. Or if you really want to check two things off at once, you can actually practice your dances mindfully. You might be wondering how to practice your dances mindfully. If you're practicing your routines at home and it's much later in the dance season, let's use that for an example, you might end up going on autopilot because your body really knows that routine. And autopilot can be good sometimes, but it's not that great when we maybe have been making a mistake that or having a hard time making a correction. And when we go on autopilot, our body goes back to doing that thing pre-correction. So if we just slow down, work through our routine, take a couple breaths and stay in the moment while we're practicing then we're going to be able to make a better choice about our corrections and actually be able to make those corrections in the moment. So that is a way that we can practice our routines mindfully. Um, and I think it's it's a great option. And I really think it's something that if you've never done it before, I would like you to try. So my challenge to you guys this week is to try some mindfulness practices. So again, some of those might be practicing gratitude or being kind towards yourself or others, going for a mindful walk, eating your snack or your dinner mindfully, and then mindful dancing or practicing at home. I want you to leave um, a comment somewhere, either on my social media or I think Apple Podcasts has comments or my website has comments. And I want you to let me know if you practiced some informal mindfulness exercises and, and what you thought of them. Now it is time for my rose and my thorn for the week. So this week, my thorn is that we were unable to have our year end recital as we normally have it in the years past. So that was obviously, you know, a little bit disappointing for the students and for us as teachers because we've worked all year on these routines. But you know what? We were able to put on kind of a virtual show and the dancers were able to do their hair and their makeup and come to their virtual class in their costumes. And this was so great. It was so fun to see them smiling and happy and doing their routines. And it just proves that, you know, we don't always have to do things the way that we think we have to, to still have an amazing, wonderful experience. And yes, 
Of course, I would have loved to see them on stage, but I was just as happy to see them, you know, through my computer screen. What was your rose and thorn for this week? If you enjoyed this podcast and feel drawn to subscribe, rate, or review, that would be awesome. Thank you so much for listening. Have a great week, and we will talk soon.